I guess it's time to go. <laughs> yeah. That's what makes fun. That's what's fun about podcasts is it's like we got as many tries at this as we want. Like <laughs> could record six a day if we wanted. Oh, that's funny. All right. What is up, everybody? I'm Garrett the Trash Man, and you are listening to Trash Talk. Got my co-host here, John the Batman Ballard. <laughs> I've never been called that the Batman. Boom, <laughs> just coined it. Man, John. now I feel tough. Now I feel like I have to like toughen up to be <laughs> done this, not us, drug us. Now I need to talk like this. <laughs> I'd be pretty happy if you just talked like that. All podcast, every podcast, you know. Sometime Arnold shows up and he's at the podcast. <laughs> I, I, I've seen the Arnold show up a few times. <laughs> you know, we're tight. So, dude, how's your Monday going? Hectic, busy like most Mondays, but uh, it was a good Monday. It's been aye, productive. Aye, aye. Awesome. Love to hear, dude. All right. Well, first off, before we jump into our rants, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, Larson Waste. Yeah, yeah. World's best trash company. That's all there is mm-hmm. to it. Um, if you're in Payson and at the uh, business showcase this Saturday, it was great to meet you. Had the family down there meeting folks, talking about the trash needs down there in the Payson area. Definitely, you guys need us there because you don't have the level of service that we provide. So if you haven't hopped on the bandwagon yet, hop on the bandwagon. Dude, come on, in country. Perform. Get up there. And anywhere else on the White Mountains, absolutely hit us up. Larson Waste will take care of anything. So uh, just give us a call. We're about taking care of the hassle. So, uh, mm-hmm. All right, moving on to, well, actually, before I go into my rant, I just want to say how pleasantly surprised I was with the Cardinals yesterday. Oh, yeah, dude. I was like, oh, wow. I, I stopped listening. Because I, I couldn't freaking get it on, anyway, long story about that. That lit me up <laughs> how I couldn't watch it. But I was listening to it, and I was just like, I've had enough of this. I stopped listening. And then I got back on to see what time the Steelers and the Patriots game were was. And all of a sudden, it's 24-24, whatever the yeah. score was. It was tied. I was like, what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> so I cruised over to a buddy's house real fast and freaking finished out. So I just, just wanted to throw that in there. Dude, all I got to say is, I love Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, dude, guy's the man. I'm excited to see what Kyle Murray's got got to bring to the table. I was pretty impressed that fourth quarter. Not so much the first half, but uh, yeah. anyway. Yeah, I was like, oh, well, there goes another one. I know. I was like, this season. Uh. It's like, well, can they at least like go 500 or please <laughs> like win a few? At least something to watch. But anyway, let me go to one Monday night football game without wanting to rip out my eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so on to my rant. Mm-hmm. So I was on a call today. Um, I was talking to Mark. I've mentioned Mark a few times. He's with Entrecore. And uh, we've got some business stuff to discuss. But first, you know, he's having a little check-in with me, seeing how I'm doing. And we're talking about our weekend. And he says, what, what's, what's a normal weekend look like for you? And so I kind of lay it out. I say, you know, I... Try to keep Saturdays open because I, I work long and I work late throughout the week. And I do that, and my wife knows that we're doing that to have the future we want, and she knows that weekends I'm all in on her and the family. Mm-hmm. And so I really try to avoid working Saturday and Sunday. And it comes up at times, and she, you know, we manage it when it mm-hmm. comes up. And so I shared that with him and um, said, you know, and if I do have to work, I try to do it before they get up. Said, you know, but to be honest with you, usually a lot is consumed with just taking care of things around the house. Mm-hmm. 
And, uh, you know, you own a home, you own vehicles, there's maintenance and things to do to keep up with it. Anyway, I had shared with him that that was my intention. He asked, you know, do you, do you feel like they, that you're, you're there and you're present and that there's, uh, you know, that's, that's happening? You know, I thought about it and I said, you know, outside of the maintenance of the house and stuff, yeah, I, I do. And then he asked a really valuable question that I was like, I've never even asked my wife. And that's what I'd encourage people to do because so many people have intentions in their life of things that they want to do, Mm -hmm. but they never ask the person that those intentions are with if they're being executed on and how they could do it better. And so he asked me, he said, if I asked Tasha that you're there on weekends and all in, would she say that she's having that experience? And I was like, you know, there's times yes and there's times no. I would, I would think, but I've never asked her. Mm. I've told her like, hey, I want to be in all weekends. We've had those conversations, but I've never said like, hey, how are the weekends for you? Yeah. Do you yeah. feel like you're getting all of me? Do you feel like you're my number one commitment? You know? Yeah. Do you understand that you're higher in my, in my list of commitments than the business? Mm-hmm. Knowing that that doesn't mean time. That has nothing to do with time. Yeah. But are you experiencing that? And it just made me realize how often I don't ask parties that are involved how they're experiencing whatever it is to see yeah. if I'm executing on what I yeah. want to execute on. And so that is my rant. And what I'd encourage people to do is take, take uh, first of all, first step is always take, uh, take inventory of what you're up to and what your intentions are and things because most people you know, are walking around not even doing that. And then second of all, go to the, the parties they're involved and see how it is for them. And uh, I think you'll be surprised what you can get back and learn from that. So, Oh, no. I, yeah, that's – it's funny you say that because I had a kind of a, a slight um, experience that's relevant to that, that rant of yours of just, like, asking someone, like, hey, like, I know I've communicated that this is how I want this, this situation to be. Are you are, – are you, you know, you know is, is this how it is for you or, or am I – yeah, am um, I falling short? Of or am I falling short? Or am I completely off cue? Like, where are we at here? Like, from your perspective, and it was kind of eye opening. So I can completely agree with that. That you yeah. know, it's it's interesting to to see something. Like and that. I'll throw a little story. I had a had an issue here at the business that we discussed as a management team, and we were kind of kind of banging heads a little bit. Well, we weren't banging heads. I said, "All right, you know, you guys are right," but it didn't it didn't align with me because I'm like, I don't agree with what you guys said. Like, I don't think that was true. And it was around communication. And they felt that it hadn't been communicated. And I'm like, listen, I got notes from a meeting that it was communicated. And a guy I know, um, I was sharing this experience with him. And he said, you know what this reminds me of? My son, the other day, I was, he was in trouble because I watched him throw a ball in the house. And we'd had a discussion about how, how that's, that's a rule in our house, that we don't throw balls in the house because we don't want things to get broken, yada, yada, yada. And he's sitting there. I saw him throw the ball, and he's sitting there telling me he didn't throw the ball. And I'm like, yes, he did. And he's like, I'm losing my head because I'm like, dude, why are you trying to lie to me? I watched you. And he goes, finally, he told me, I didn't throw the ball. I tossed the ball. (laughs) (laughs) And I think this, like, leads into that. Like, you might think you're nailing it, and you're being super clear. And like like you said, I know I, I told you what I wanted to do. They might have a totally different understanding and asking, hey, is this on point? Is this happening? totally will will um give you an opportunity to insight of how it's happening over there and uh so yeah dude love that so 
The big difference between throwing and tossing. <laughs> Huge. <laughs> yeah. So that's my rant for today, dude. What do you got? Um, I think my rant is is um, when you go into a commitment, be realistic about what it's going to take to fulfill that commitment. And the reason I say that is, uh, and I've said earlier on this on the side, I flip houses. Mm-hmm. And I am always... Always the one that says, oh, that should only take a couple hours. And like two days later, we're still working on this stupid project. I'm like, oh my gosh, can we please finish this? Yeah. So I think that that's one thing that I need to learn. Um, I think that's going to be my rant for the day is, is, um, is I am overly optimistic at times. And, and so um, I know I could do better, but my rant is, is, would be, you know, when you make a commitment, be realistic about what it's going to take to fulfill that like when you're going to say okay i'm you know if i want to flip a house this is realistically you know how much money it's going to take this is how much time it's going to take now sometimes you just don't know yeah yeah you might not have all the details like and and and, and especially when if anyone's listening to this has flipped a house you know that that's just a big old can of worms <laughs> you know you you're like oh yeah it's just going to be you know a quick fix and flip and then it turns into very quickly a, a gut and remodel mm-hmm. and uh, and yeah you know twice the money twice the time and have to profit, but, yeah. but, um, but what I'm getting at is, is like, once you've learned what it takes to do something and, and you say, okay, I'm going to do that again, like be realistic so that then halfway through that, you're not disillusioned and like, oh, well, I don't want to do this anymore because I told myself it was only going to require this much effort when I really knew that it was going to require this much yeah. effort. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely a balance like of optimism and uh, um, like playing in reality too. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, we always encourage people to be optimistic and stuff, and sometimes that can lo- lead to like delusion. Yeah, I'm delusional. <laughs> I can do anything. Like, well, I guess I, I feel like I really can do anything, but like uh, you know, there's there's certain things that like yeah take more time. There's certain things that yeah. like there's processes too. So. I agree with you. That's my rant is, you know, be realistic. Obviously, look at it from the bright side of things, but also, you know, say, hey, it is going to take this much time because guess what? If you do it with less effort and less time than you initially thought, that's a bonus. Yeah, then you're better off. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, man. Well, let's dive into this to the meat of the podcast. Um, So what uh, from our discussions, what we're talking about that we're like, you know, I think this would make a good podcast. Um, is we were discussing how there really seems to be two two kind of types of people or two two mindsets mm-hmm. in the world, and one mindset is like things just happen to me, and one mindset is I create my life. Mm-hmm. Would you say that's that's oh a absolutely yeah absolutely and, and um, so we thought that would be like a useful thing. We've talked about this in in a handful of different um, forms, but. Uh, I think this is always a good thing to, to pull up. And, and what I've found in my life is like when things are going well, it's really easy to say, I create my life. Come on in, Jay Sean. Um, it's really easy to be like, hey, I create my life. You know, I do X, Y, and Z. I've got control of things. And when things go bad, it's really easy to um, point it others oh absolutely say, oh this is why that happened this is why that happened whether that's in business or um wherever like i think that is something we def i've, I've definitely noticed in people mm-hmm. and in myself 
is oh, yeah. good. It's easy to take the credit. Bad. It's real easy to push it off yeah, to someone else. It's not the easiest thing to you know when you fall flat on your face. Say, hey, I I fell on my face because of me mm-hmm. and the decisions I've made over the last time period. Which now looking back, like very few people are going to have the guts, the balls to look back and say, hey, you know, I've been an idiot for the last three to six months, and this is why I'm in the situation I'm in. Yeah. Well, and I, in my experience too, a lot of people there's there's more people that are willing to say it. Um, but th- so there's not a ton of people that are willing to say it, but there's more people that are willing to say it than to actually mean it. Mm-hmm. Like are like, oh, what I'm supposed to do here is own up to this. Yeah. When and so you know, out in public, they'll oh this that and yeah, but when they're in their house with their spouse, it's like yeah, this totally oh, isn't my me. fault. Yeah, there's that person, that uh-huh. person, that person, but. The right thing to do is uh, to say it's my fault. And I think that's the natural thing to do. Yeah. Like, naturally, it's just easier to do that. Yeah. Well, it is. Yeah, you don't have to take on ownership. You don't have to look, look into yourself and, and things like that. So here's one little twist I want to put on this, though, and um, see what you think. Mm-hmm. Because I do believe there's things that are outside of our control. Like, life is happening. Like, mm-hmm. life continues to happen it happens outside of us. And so where I found that what, what aligns for me is that I have 100% control of my experience of life. Mm-hmm. Um, and that produces outcomes many times that I want. But whether like anything that's happening at any moment, I'm not actually experiencing the thing. I'm experiencing my thoughts of the thing. Mm-hmm. Like someone can look at a situation and be like, oh, that's stressful. And another person can look at the same situation or be in the same situation and say, oh, that's fun. Yeah, well, absolutely. That's challenging and exciting. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I love this. And so, like, I really think that's something that, that people can grasp onto, at least for me. I've been able to grasp onto that mm-hmm. instead of, like, just own up to everything that happens in your life and you control everything. And I think there's some value in that. Like, I, I remember hearing Grant Cardone say it once. He's like, if it's raining outside, I think it's my fault. And uh, <laughs> like, I, I think I definitely think there's some value to that. <laughs> I can totally see him saying that. That doesn't surprise me yeah. one bit. Like, oh shit, why'd I mess up and make it rain today when I gotta go golfing? Um, then he probably grabs a bunch of ones and starts. Yeah. <laughs> and and I like I I found value in that, but where I found a more useful first step is like recognizing and owning up to my experience of it and my thoughts. Because we're always one thought away of having a completely different experience of life. Yeah. And so many things we just decide, like, that's how it's supposed to be. And so I'm going to experience this way when we might not even actually, like, have it be happening that way. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, whether it's something super extreme, like, oh, my, my spouse cheated on me, so I have to be, like, upset and distraught. Or whether it's like, oh, I didn't get, like, um, the sandwich I wanted at Burger King. Oh, absolutely. Like, either one of those situations, you're deciding what your experience is of that. Someone can sit in that and be like, my wife cheated on me, and, like, we talked about it, and she's happier with someone else, and, like, I want the best for her, and, like, so I'm happy that she's happy. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that's an easy or some, but someone could do that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And someone could, like, lose their mind over a burger being wrong. And so, like, it's, it's all up to you how you're experiencing it. Oh, yeah. We have a buddy of ours that um, he's listened to some of the phone calls, some of the business calls I take from some of my clients. Mm-hmm. 
and he listens with some of the day-to-day issues that arise um, in, in, our, in our home care business. And someone will call me up with this issue, and they'll be screaming and yelling at me, well, mostly because they won't remember it five minutes later. But, <laughs> but uh, they, you know, they're all upset and everything, and I'll you know, calm them down and, okay, we'll take care of it and get the situation fixed, and bada-bing, bada-boom, and we're done. Yeah. And he goes, dude, I can never do your job. I'm like, well, what do you mean? And he says, dude, I could not handle people like that. And my thing is, is like, not that I'm this magic worker. My thing is, is I can just look at someone's person, like point of view, understand it and say, okay, like this is where they're coming from. This is where we're coming from. How do we make this a win-win situation and resolve it and move on so that they still want to, you know, have us help them maintain an independent lifestyle. Yeah. Like that's, that's my thought process. Yeah. But I've chosen to do that. Like that's, that's, that's through practice. That's through making the, me, me t- making the choice of making sure I don't get flustered and get upset when people call and scream at me on the phone. Yeah. It just happens. Like, like what's, like you decide your experience of those people. Like yeah. that can either be something that you handle or don't handle. Like what that makes me think of is, is a quote and it goes, uh, leadership is about producing and creating outcomes. And it's not useful to do from a place of limitations. And so, like, we take that person that sits there and says, I can't be a person that could be with another person in a way that, like, we could produce an outcome out of that. Like, that's how I hear what um, whoever that was that said that to you, like, oh, I could never have your job. Like, what they're saying is, I couldn't be a person that could, could produce that outcome. Yeah. And, like, that's a place of limitation that mm-hmm. is not useful in creating your life. Oh, absolutely. It, like, absolutely. Like, Maybe that's necessary in the future to create something that you want to use, and you would not want to have that limitation of, like, I can't handle confrontational calls. Yeah. Like, you tell yourself that your whole life, and then all of a sudden, like, the one step you need to have whatever you want to create in life is a confrontational call. And you've told yourself your whole life that you can't handle confrontational calls. Like, man, that, that's not very useful. Yeah, yeah that's, that, that's <laughs> like, going to come back to bite you. Like, I don't know. It's, um, it's kind of off of what we're talking about, but, like, Man, like self-deprecating talk, I think, is the worst sickness that is in any society. Oh, absolutely. And people do it in a place of like, oh, I want to appear humble. Or sometimes they do it in a way of I'm going to like give a uh, compliment by self-deprecating myself. And man, like there's nothing more that there's nothing that I hate seeing. Oh, yeah. More than that. Because yeah. it's like. That's bad news bears right dude, there. Like, like it is coming from a place of like I can't um like I'm a victim like this is just how I am I'm stuck or this is just the situation and I can't move it forward like any self-deprecating talk that's where it comes from Mm -hmm. and uh yeah I think you're just way better off like being like oh well I could probably do what John does you know if it takes practice sure whatever and it does and it does if I need to do that I could do that yeah and, and, and it's taken practice for me to not just freaking lose it on someone and be like, <laughs> screw you, go find someone else to get help yeah. you, you know? Um, but going back to the self-deprecation thing, um, I've come to learn that, like, that is huge. Like, I could not agree mo- more with that because I've come to learn for me personally that, like, having the relation, like, how do I put this into words? Having the correct relationship with myself mm-hmm. is key in in 
me becoming what I want to become and yeah. who I want to become. And so like, if I can't build a good relationship, this sounds kind of weird that I'm saying like a good relationship with myself. But what I'm saying is like, if I tell myself, I'm not going to talk that, like I'm not going to think that way anymore. And I can keep that commitment to myself. Like I'm way more confident in myself because I've com- kept that commitment to myself. Yeah. And so I, yeah, I couldn't agree more with that because that's, that's, that's huge to, you know, have the right, um, fuel in your mind and, and yeah it has an impact like, oh it's huge all creation starts with language mm-hmm. whether it's out of your mind or out of your mouth like that's how that's how things get produced mm-hmm. with with your language and like if you're just going around putting yourself down like that has an impact think and grow rich okay does that make sense so yeah, like yeah like, no you think like it starts with the, the think and you know so anyways yeah yeah that's the first i digress language Wait, we digressed <laughs> quite a bit. It, it kind of took a, yeah. a quick left turn out into but left like field. Like I said, that's what's cool about podcasts. <laughs> this is our podcast. We can say whatever we want. <laughs> no, but uh, like for real, kind of just wrap it up. Like this was kind of a philosophical type, but I, there, there really is stuff you can grab in this. Like if, you're, if you find yourself blaming others and you're, you kind of have a victim mentality, first look at where you're, where you're using self-deprecating talk. Mm-hmm. And that's not always like, oh, I'm a piece of crap. Sometimes that's just, oh, I can't do that, or I'm not very good at that, or I this, that, and the other. Like, like sometimes it's not like horrible, but but look for that, and then take ownership over your experience and think about the experience you're having in any situation and recognize that you can change that. And I think those are two things you can take to, and and always need to be aware of and looking at in every situation to. Change your course from someone that walks around as a victim in, in the world to someone that's like, no, I control my life. And whether things that you like or things that you don't like are happening, being able to do that. So. Oh, yeah. I, that's, I think I definitely spent most of my childhood on the flip side of that of like, oh, poor me's. Mm-hmm. Poor me, poor me, poor me. And not that I've figured anything out, but I've noticed that like the more I say, hey, this is what I want in life and I'm going to make it happen. And like, I positively strive for that. Like it has made a huge difference. And it, like, that sounds so stupid, simple and cliche, mm-hmm. but that's the bare bones of that's it. That's usually the stuff that works. It just has to be repeated and repeated and repeated. Oh, thousands and thousands and thousands of times. Yeah. All right. Well, let's wrap this up. Appreciate you guys listening. Um, hit me up on any of the platforms, Garrett, the trash man, see what I'm up to, see what Larson waste is up to. John, what do you have to plug? I'm going to have to work on my Batman voice. I'm oh, going to go man. home and practice. John, John the Batman Ballard. Oh, yeah, dude. I'm going to have to, I'm going to, have to go work on that. <laughs> now you know, dude. I think you ought to freaking start an Instagram page, John the Batman Ballard, where you only talk on a, on, in Batman voice. Do, do I need to become like the Bat Dad guy? No, just talking about that okay. voice. Yeah. Just that. Yeah. Just, just that. <laughs> this, this tall, goofy white guy walking around. Just, just random things. <laughs> I'm like, Batman. Happy Monday morning, everybody. <laughs> People are going to go, okay. Where's the drugs? <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, yeah. your motivational post in Batman. Jeez. Just get out there and do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good stuff. Dude, I'm going to have to go home and, dude, I, I got to got to focus on this now. Gonna have to fiddle fart with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Appreciate you guys listening. Peace. Music.